I'm Michelle Long. Time for Daily Market Wrap this Monday, January 31st, 2021. Asian stocks climbed on Monday on thin trade with markets in China, South Korea and Taiwan closed for the Lunar New Year. Hong Kong and most Southeast Asian markets, including the Philippines, will close later in the week. The MSCI Asia-Pacific Index outside Japan up 0.6%, while the Nikkei 225 bounced 1.3% from a 14-month low. Here at home, Philippine shares wrapped up the tumultuous month, marred by Omicron surge with a 3.4% gain as government places the capital and seven other provinces under a looser alert level 2 starting February 1. For the day, the index gained 1.5% to close at 73.61. One of the big issues of the day, Dito's 8 billion peso stock rights offer, first extended and then canceled due to weak demand. The Philippine Stock Exchange has placed the stock on a trading halt while it waits for a full and comprehensive disclosure on the matter. The PSE clarifies, though, it should not be construed as an approval by the exchange of the deferment of the offering, reminding the company, its underwriter, and other advisors that they are responsible for strict compliance with the rules of the exchange. Over the weekend, Dennis Ois Dito CME said it is postponing its stock rights offer and instead is studying alternative financing proposals. COL Financial saying all eyes are now on the regulator's next move because there's a big participation by retail investors who made so much money on the stock and could lose them. COL's April Litan also talking about the possible reasons why parent firm Udena didn't come to the rescue. If you believe in my business, please buy my shares. Udena also has the capital budgeting issues. So, so maybe they don't have that budget. You know, they make this budget and it's not part of it because... We know that Dito will still have a huge capex spending in the next few years and it will still be continuing to lose money. So it's going to be very difficult if 100% of that will be financed by Udena. There's so much excitement about the business and then people kind of realize, oops, you know, yeah, it's kind of difficult because they need to, to get so many subscribers first before they become profitable. I think Dito disclosed that EBITDA positive is three years down the road or... 2024, then uh, profitability is 2026. So that said, you know, as an investor, you might be wondering, like, um, am I willing to hold on to this stock for this long? And I'm not even sure if it will happen. In other corporate stories, Philippine Airlines gets a new captain. Captain Stanley Nang, Senior Vice President for Airline Operations, has been appointed Acting President and COO following the resignation of Gilbert Santa Maria. Santa Maria, who's been with PAL for two and a half years, is leaving just as the flag carrier completed its Chapter 11 restructuring. The leadership change comes amid an upheaval in the travel and tourism industry in the face of the COVID-19 pandemic. Meanwhile, BPI fires the opening salvo for the earnings season. Net income up 51% in the fourth quarter of 2021, bringing full-year net income to 24 billion pesos, up about 12%. The bank cites improving mobility conditions, lower provisions, and record high fee income that helped offset weaker trading gains. Still on earnings, Union Bank also posting healthy gains from 2021. Net income at 12.6 billion pesos, up 9% from 2020, translating to above-industry return on equity of 12%. The Aboitis-led bank cites lower funding costs, higher fees, as well as foreign exchange gains and trading income. Loan loss provisions were also 31% lower year-on-year as credit risks stabilized. 
The bank says the performance validates its digital transformation strategy. It shares its e-commerce platforms breached the 1 million mark in December alone. While its digital bank, Union Digital, is also on track for commercial launch by the middle of this year. And finally, AC Energy and its partner UPC Solar Asia Pacific will construct their largest solar project in India, the Masaya Solar Plant, which will have a capacity of 420 megawatts peak. The farm is set to produce 691 gigawatt per hour of renewable energy per year, while canceling out approximately 636,000 metric tons of carbon dioxide emissions per year. It's also seen generating 500 jobs during construction. The joint venture is in the process of securing a 20-year loan from the State Bank of India to fund the project, estimated to cost $220 million under a 75-25 debt-to-equity financing scheme. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.